Hello, everyone. Today, we're going to interview an exceptional guest. We're interviewing Nathan Liu of Long Beach, California. Nathan is a budding drone photographer who's just getting his feet wet in the world of drone photography. He's also reviewing drones. So let's check in with Nathan and see what he has to say to us today. Thanks for joining the SOARcast, where we talk about drones, and aircraft, and satellites, and how they relate to geospatial products found on the SOAR platform. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to the SOARcast. Today we're interviewing SOAR's second greatest contributor. So, Nathan Liu is based out of um, Long Beach, California, and Nathan Liu has driven the SOAR platform to the limits. I don't know the exact number of images that he's uploaded, but he's the he's the the all-time number two for images uploaded to SOAR. So Nathan, mm-hmm. it's really good to have you on the SOAR program. Uh, welcome to SOAR. Oh, thank you. Yeah, hi. <laughs> well, it's 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 really good to have you, and um, it's good to know that the platform is uh, catering to people from um, uh, various uses and people who, um, you know, are, are from across, across the world. So Nathan, where are you based? Uh, I'm in Long Beach, California, so in the West Coast, yeah. Okay, um, well, that's, that's good to know. And um, you may, you know, I, we're not aware of what, I, I imagine that the demographic of people that um, use SOAR are close to me, sort of middle-aged guys who like gadgety things, mm-hmm. and um, you know, find find it as a as a nice hobby or diversion, or or even in fact um, a business. Yeah. Um, but you are. Um, can you tell us your age and and what uh, year you year you're at in school? Uh, so I'm 15 years old, and I'm in ninth grade, and I'm homeschooled, so it's a little different. But yeah, I'm a freshman in high school a little different than i'm not the average drone user (laughs) i would agree that's that's true and something but something i think is 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 common to us all is that yeah we love drones we love trying them out and something i learned when we were just um having a chat is that you're on probably your seventh or eighth drone is that correct yeah yeah that's right Uh i really love drones yeah I guess. Yeah, and and that's actually what um, the topic of of today is. Is we're looking at a drone. We we partnered with Contixo Drones, who are based in uh, I think it's Chino, California, or at least yeah. um, Wayne, the the gentleman we were uh, chatting with to set this all up. Thank you, Wayne, is based in Chino, California. So probably what half hour, 40, 40 minutes away from Long Beach. Yeah, it's actually pretty close. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But. Uh, but beyond beyond visual line of sight, you couldn't fly your drone there. No, no, definitely not. At least <laughs> for the drones you have today. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So what Wayne Wayne did is he is he set us up with um, one of Contixo's models, the F twenty four Pro. It's a folding drone. And Nathan, if you have it there, maybe you could just um, hold it up so that yeah, uh, to your camera so that we can see what it does. And this is a, a folding drone. Uh, you know, folding drones are nothing new. 
something I learned interestingly, and I forget the name of the company, but um, everybody just assumes that DJI made the first folding drone, but it was another company. And maybe I'll, maybe if somebody's watching us and they can put it in the comments, we'll give you a prize. So um, anyhow, um, but I think that, you know, the drone that made folding drones popular, of course, is the Mavic. But, um, you know, there's a there's a significant, I guess, barrier to, barrier to entry in that um, not everybody wants to plunk down a couple, you know, thousand or a thousand bucks on a folding drone. They want to get into it like many of us did um, sort of on the cheap, make a small, I guess, investment and, and keep going. So, yeah, we think that the uh, the Contixo F24 Pro is, is certainly something that, um, you know, you could get started with. Uh, Nathan, maybe I can just ask you, how does it, how does it rate as a first time user drone? I think that it's definitely a great first time user drone for anyone who wants to get into the hobby or like me who like has had several drones in the past, just because it has a lot of features and it's just really easy to learn how to use. And then you could translate that into getting another drone in the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. Good to point out. And I and I guess in terms of size, it's something that, um, you know, you could just put in your backpack, go on a hike or something like that, like you were sharing earlier, and um, and then pull it out and, and fly away. Is it is it quite portable? Yeah, it's very portable. Actually, right here, you could see it's just like, you could just fold it up and then it just goes like that really easily. So that's something I really like about that. Yeah, so I, I think... I think the flight time listed for this is 25 to 30 minutes. Any, have you, um, you know, what's, what's your estimation on going out and flying with a battery? Have you gone out and flown one, um, you know, till the end? What, what's your estimation on flight time or how does that compare to say, I know you have a Mavic Air? Yeah. So that's definitely something that you have to take into account when you're buying a drone. And I think that, Definitely, this drone has a pretty solid battery. I wouldn't say it's like the best top of the market, but of course that's expectable because it's at this really low affordable price range. But yeah, for me, I haven't necessarily like pushed it to its furthest, but I'd say that I can get like around 17 to 20 minutes. I think I'm not sure the rating on this drone for how how long the battery life is, but it's definitely enough to like get there into the air and get some nice shots and then have enough battery to bring it back down. Yeah, and something mm -hmm. I like is that once the drone senses that it has that it has too little battery life, it'll just come down and return to home automatically. So yeah, that's definitely a plus for it. Even though it's not like the absolute greatest battery life, mm -hmm. it'll comes back when it needs to. Yeah, you know, I, I wish, um, frankly, I wish, um, you know, all drones were, were like that, that they would just um, come back to you or, or at a certain point. Yeah, that um, they I, I know that a lot of them have a fail safe feature, but um, they're not completely fail safe, as as many of us know. Yeah. Um, and in terms of the uh, picture quality, so you, you've probably taken some some pictures um, I know that it has a very wide, wide angle lens. Um, yeah. I think I've, I've seen a few. So if you're taking a picture of something, say far away, um, maybe you could just give us, give us your experience with the, uh, picture quality. Yeah. So as for the picture quality, it's 
a little bit warped, so it's not, it's like a fisheye view. So, people actually like that over, like, the straight view they see in the camera like this. But, I think that um, this drone, so it's 1080p rated. And, mm -hmm. even though I wouldn't use this, like, footage that I get from this for, like, any type of, like, video or, like, mapping, like, the world. Just because it's, zoom isn't too great and it's just not very great quality, but... To get started is definitely enough. Like you don't need this super mm -hmm. high-end 4K sensor right away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's that's a good point. I can remember, um, you know, 20, 20 years ago, reading about guys putting um, cameras on kites or cameras on RC aircraft or yeah. cameras on uh, model rockets, and uh, you know they just had to get what they got. Um, you know, if they got a Got a photo of uh, sort of the park or the street. They were happy, and um, so yeah, we we are a little bit spoiled. You know, we're getting yeah uh, quality images that are better than we could get. Um, you know, with our 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 camera phone. I think that's kind of the standard now. If if you can get images that are similar quality to your your camera phone, then you're doing pretty yeah. good. Um, yeah. And and um, so you mentioned that you're uh, you you fly FPV. When you fly FPV, is that um, does that have distortion or is that undistorted? I guess. Uh, I think that yeah, same with FPV. I'm still getting into the hobby, but basically, yeah, it's the similar concept. The lens is as fisheye as possible, so that you can see everything around you and you don't crash into anything. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, no, that, that's, I was just making a guess, but I would think if you're, um, you know, flying through a, a race course, you know, trying to set a good time, having that, that peripheral view, uh, would really help. And, and, and honestly, I think that's why some people crash their drones when they're flying around <laughs> obstacles like trees and things like that. You just don't yeah. know there's a tree branch right next to your, your drone until, uh, suddenly your video is spinning and then, you know, <laughs> You know, you it's, know the it's terrible time piece. to go find your drone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's something good about this drone that even though it's not the most amazing quality, it still is enough and it's 1080p, something that you mm. can see on phones or like cameras like this. Mm. But then that field of view that's very wide also helps with safety. So, yeah. Okay. Um, have you crashed it? Um, not in the way you would call a normal crash, but yes, I have crashed it before. I think, um, so I was trying to fly the drone from, I, I was trying to fly from inside outside. So I successfully did that, but then mm -hmm. when I was outside, I was trying to land it and it kind of skidded to the side and nicked the propellers. But that's something also that I wanted to bring up that these propellers, because they're not stiff like propellers that you would have on a Mavic Air where it's stiff and it's like yeah stiff these propellers are looser so they still cut through the air just as well but what now when you hit an obstacle they'll just swing backwards so you won't get that much damage to the motors or yeah it's just overall safer I think. Mm -hmm. yeah okay um and what about um, you know sort of range and and video and and connectivity? I think you mentioned you went out to the park and had a fly, and 
Um, how, how, you know, what was your uh, experience with the, the sort of range and connectivity when you were flying it? Yeah. So the range on this thing is actually surprising for a drone like this. I actually pushed it pretty far and it I never lost the signal. I wouldn't try to like, I didn't want to try to push it any further just because I don't like losing my drones. So I didn't want to like push it to the limit, but definitely like it can go like if you wanted to, not, I'm not saying do it, but if you wanted to, you could push it out of line of sight. So yeah. So I, I got to fly it really high and I was like, it's really reliable. And if it, there's any problem, the drone senses that you're too far away or it doesn't have enough battery, you don't need to like annually fly it back. It'll just go into a fail safe and fly its way back to where it took off. So that's something I really like. Yeah. And is, is it pretty fast? Yeah, it's actually pretty fast for a drone like this. Like it's doesn't. Like you can choose to have GPS off or on, and when GPS is off, especially you can fly it really, really fast, just because it loses. It's in addy mode, so it doesn't have that added. Oh, that's oh, that's that's, um, that's interesting. I'll, I might try that with with mild drone just to see if uh, I can make it fly faster. Um, yeah. And. Um, in terms of um, like uh, charging it, how, how do you charge it? Just like with a USB? Yeah, it's just the batteries pop out of the drone like this. And you just have the regular USB, the micro USB. It just plugs into the side of the battery. Mm -hmm. And if you buy the base package, they actually send two batteries. So if you mm -hmm. run out of one, you still have another one to fly. So mm -hmm. yeah, I really like that about this drone. That just pop it in and then fly it, just like you would a DJI drone. Mm -hmm. Some of I the drones at this um, price points actually mm -hmm. have um, batteries that are just stuck inside of the drone. So you just have one flight and then you have to bring back it and uh -huh. get back in charge. So, yeah, I definitely like that about this drone. Yeah, I, I was just going to make a, a, a sort of assumption or, or um, you know, to describe this drone. Like it has... Probably mo most of the features of, um, let's say, a prosumer drone like your Mavic Air or yeah. Mavic Mini, something that you can pull batteries out of, and it has GPS and and um, and video transmission, return to home, smart features. Um, but I guess that what you could say is that things are just you know that to keep costs down, they've they've um, lowered the specification. So things like yeah. the um, the video transmission or the video quality. <laughs> Or even, um, yeah, just just um, you know, I think I think there's other ways to to lower the cost. Um, yeah, you know, you can you can bring in a perhaps a smaller GPS unit. Um, mm -hmm. What? So I would just want to talk about those um, some of those advanced features. So um, you said there's some like an orbit. Uh, what are some of the other advanced features that it has? Yeah, so they have the orbit, they have the follow me, and I believe, I'm, I'm not sure if I remember correctly, but they also have a tripod mode, so it'll fly slower. So if you're trying to, like, say, get through these branches that are close and you want more control, it'll lower the flight speeds. I think there's also a gesture mode, which I haven't tried, but and they also have a waypoint mode, which is pretty cool. So 
they have a whole bunch and then they, of course they have the regular mode and the addy mode the gps mode so all of these are within the app and you have some of the essentials like um return to home right on the remote controller so that's mm. it. yeah for sure yeah okay um, well, maybe we can just talk a little bit about, um, I don't know, the, the sort of the space you're in or how you're using your drone and, um, and, and, you know, maybe that'll, um, I don't know, give people an idea of, of what they use their drone for. So what do you use your drone primarily for? So I already have a drone that I'll use for photography. So I won't take this drone to say when we go hiking or something like that, but I think this drone, for me at least, is a drone to have fun with. I'm used to having a really stable, really reliable drone. And not that this one isn't, but it's just a little lower on the specifications. So I just, I miss, I, sometimes I miss that kind of mm. feeling of having a drone where it's more beginner. And I really like that because it brings you back to how I started and just having fun. That was the purpose. So. Yeah, I definitely, yeah. I use this drone for fun. I'll take it to the park and stuff. Yeah. And I've tried yeah. flying it in the house too. But uh, as you said, you uh, you had an unfortunate experience with a wall. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. As soon as I flew out the door, just hit the wall on the other side and just wasn't good. No. Well, I think that's that's fair enough because um, you know I made the mistake of flying my Phantom indoors, and that uh, that didn't last last long. And um, even even my Tello, um, just because there's a little bit of latency with the uh, you know the controls, um, yeah, I've, I've I've hit the wall. Um, but um, well, that's yeah, well that's good. Um, and so. Um, Where's your next, where, let's say your, your, where's your perfect drone adventure? Say you were going to go somewhere and you wanted, really wanted to fly. Is there anywhere you would really like to fly? Just in general or taking this drone? Yeah. It, oh, no, in general. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I'd like to go to somewhere with a lot of greens and then contrast with snow because I've never had that sharp green and contrast with snow. And there's very few places you can go to get that. So, like... Going to Argentina would be pretty cool. And then I think just missing that contrast because here in California, of course, we have a lot of cool places to fly, but places like the beach have a lot of blues and that's really beautiful. And that's my favorite place to fly. But mm -hmm. also when you get into the mountains, everything's all dry. So you don't want too much contrast in that. And contrast is something I like when taking pictures and stuff. So yeah like going to somewhere with lots of color would be really cool that would be an awesome yeah. adventure well fair enough i probably have the same uh deep desire as as yourself i mean we were we were doing a bit of uh trialing yesterday and flying and um the weather here is like it is over there it's yeah. long dry summers and um most of perth is uh dead dead dry grass <laughs> uh, and, and and you can go to the beach but um you know, there's usually a lot of people at the beach and yeah. just, just to be polite. And, and, um, you know, I don't, I try not to fly around people and yeah, I hate questions. Sure. Um, me too. <laughs> I know when you're trying to focus, it's a little bit hard to talk and all that. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, that's yeah. It's good to know that even um, you know somebody from a younger generation who's probably got you know does maybe you do lots of gaming and you know the joke or the the assumption is that is it, when you're younger you can handle all that sensory input. Um, and then as you get older, you got to, you know, focus on one thing, but it's good to hear that even at a young age, yeah. nope, you just, you just want to fly your drone. You don't want to carry on yeah. a conversation. Yeah. It's too hard looking up, looking to the side, trying to fly and everything. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, um, uh, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna make sure everybody hears that part of the, the interview. Um, well, thanks, Nathan. It's, it's been good having you on the Sorecast, and thanks for, uh, you know, trialing the um, Contixo F24. And thank you, Wayne Watson from Contixo for uh, providing this drone so we can have a go with it. And um, and yeah, thanks, Nathan, for joining us on the StarCast. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for having me, yeah. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, Nathan. And that's all we have time for today. Tune in to our next SOARcast for more discussion on geospatial products and imagery found on SOAR.